0: Welcome, everybody. Today we're going to be talking to Dak from Dose Juice. Uh, He has been uh, inside the Facebook Ads MBA program. He's graduated. He's doing a lot of stuff. He's VP of marketing there. And that's quite the history. So we're going to get into what he's doing right now, going to get into the MBA program, what it was like. Uh, before he joined how his experience was, what it's like now and also let him you know kind of give some takeaways and introduce himself. And to be fair, uh, I've had nothing but the most charming time talking to this guy. I love his laugh and I think he's a really, really smart dude. So with that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is Dad. how you doing, buddy?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. great, great great, great. happy to be okay. here.
0: I'm so glad, man. How, so where in Canada are you again? I keep forgetting. Are you in the, the French, French side or not French side?
1: Yeah, French side. So Montreal, Canada.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can hear it in the voice, man.
1: Yeah, I know. I love that. Big
0: accent. Yeah. So so, first off, just tell me a little bit about, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing, you know, like, oh. like, uh, you know, what products, what, what business are you working on, all of that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. So I've been doing like Facebook ads since like, I think 2015, just a little bit at first and then more and more and more. I was like a consultant. So I had more and more customers in multiple industries, but it was really in like e-commerce and then with one of my customers, it went really well. So I became like a full-time employee, a director of marketing and then VP. And it's, that's those Jews, like like you said, uh, and I could say like at the beginning, Facebook ad was like a marketing, Facebook ad digital marketing was easier. I could say like things were going well, but then I hit a wall, let's say like 2021, 2020, just to scale to another level. Cause I was doing like, I was a certain level, let's say like 30 K spend per month. And I'm not saying it's a small level, but you know what I mean? There, there was like other uh, level to obtain. And then I hit a wall and I needed like, I needed more guidance. And what I was looking for, you know, you're in like Facebook groups, like, uh, I won't say I won't name any name, but certain Facebook group about Facebook ads or YouTube channel, and then you see so many stuff everywhere. So like like, um, about like, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this, and then you just get lost in all those advices. And that was like the situation I was in. So I could not scale more, I could not control my CPA uh nothing was going like i wanted to so that's why like i stumbled upon your content and read it and then joined the program
0: yeah i mean that's i feel like that's so much what what people go through right like and i love how long you've been in it you said what 2015 2016 yeah. you got started yeah I, and exactly. so now you're back in this spot where you, you you've been around the horn when it was easy and then you climbed the ladder, and then it got harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Like, what right now are you, like, really excited about? Or what are some of the things that, like, used to be a problem that you're just really able to handle? Like, because I, I, I remember we talked about a lot of stuff throughout the program, but where are you now having, like, the utmost confidence for what the next 6, 9, 12 months looks like?
1: I feel like I have the confidence right now to, like, just – like any challenge that you're gonna, I'm going to encounter in marketing, I have the confidence that I can overcome it. So I don't have like, the, like it's not like I have this secret key that I'm just going to open every door and then my cash is always going to be low and then I'm going to make millions. It's more that you have the confidence that you can't go through any like issues because you have a way of thinking now that's better, more disciplined, more structured. And that's like really the thing that I think I, I've learned from the program because yes i was a vp of marketing or director of marketing but there's this like there's this like reflex like when everything's not going well you just start doing oh, i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try that we're gonna try this we're gonna do this we're gonna you know and then just become like crazy stuff it doesn't make any sense you don't even know what's working or what's having a positive impact or not and i could say that now it's like i'm more relaxed more calm when i like I have challenges and I'm not like just connecting to my Facebook ad dashboard every day and just being like, Oh, what should I do today? What tactics should I try that I saw on like this Facebook group, but by sharing shared by this guy or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I gotcha. I think that that's, I mean, that confidence and that coming from like panic and confusion, I think is, yeah. is a really good place. So, you know, uh, and that that is always a, a really I think a lot of people share in that spot right like that mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people can really it, you know relate to so like getting into the into the MBA program what was it like like was that comp- was that lack of confidence that panic that confusion that lack of direction sort of the everyday like what was it like before you joined the program what was your everyday like what was the what was the vibe for you in that before we got before we got to see each other all the time
1: yeah uh, I would say first first of all. When I was working like as a consultant, I used to do like Facebook ads and email marketing. So I touched like both channels. So I know how to manage them and then SMS and like Google ads. No, but like I have an overall view of the marketing and just deploying it and executing it. And like before it was more like, okay, let's try this tactics on Facebook. This is working well. Wow. It's awesome. But then after two weeks, it just it doesn't work well, it's going down, is it because it's like, is it the season? Is it the audience? Is it the creatives? Is it the offer? Or you have like 12 offer at the same time, you don't know which one is going down. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. like, it's just like on the, on the treadmill and it's, it's this and every like two, three weeks it's this and then you just, you just go on a Facebook ad group and try to find maybe other people that are saying my Facebook ads uh, this week are going, are not going well. And then you're like me too. And then you think it's like the same for everybody, and usually you think that Facebook is like not against you, but not playing fair with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that was like the like the the feeling a lot of times. Like you connect your Facebook ad and as soon as you see like that like you don't have the CP that you want, you get this stress. You know, you're like, ah, oh, damn it! Now I need to redo everything. Or like yeah,
0: that like yeah. lack of direction and confusion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this, but I hear this all the time from folks where they're in these Facebook groups, these these like, or on Facebook, or like these premium Slack channels, or all these like, pay to play communities. And half the time, it's like, well, it's not working for me. Oh, it's not working for me either. And it's just like, cool. So we're all here paying extra to feel good about not winning? Like, is that, that doesn't, to me, like, I don't want to pay extra money for everybody else. Like, I don't need to pay a fee for misery to love company. I I don't want to surround myself (laughs) with everybody else struggling, right? Like, I'll I'll pay to be around a room full of people that have a solution to my problem, but I mean I don't know if that's what you're seeing in these spots but are you able to realistically find scalable, evergreen solutions that give you confidence that you move forward within those spaces or is it more just like somebody else bragging about something that may or may not be legit and oh, they're also hurting too and that not very
1: helpful exactly and i feel like i would also add that there's like before the program and everything it was like there was this fomo, this fear of missing out so even if your facebook ad account was working good you had this fear you see like someone posting this new tactic that's like i don't know what's the name the blah blah blah, blah. and then you're like ah, should i try it maybe I'm missing on something, you know what I mean? And then you try it, and then maybe it doesn't work, and then your account goes down, and then, you know, it's like the FOMO was pretty bad, uh, and now it's way much better because now I, I, like, I've seen myself, like, just, like, seeing, like, on Twitter stuff shared, and I'm just like, whatever, man. like, I'm not going to even lose time reading it or trying it, you know? Just, there's no structure in that
0: yeah Williams, i love that man. yeah all of the oh this is what's working for me this week i'm like great cool I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you got to win but it's not really worth yeah. the time to chase all of these bright ideas because nobody ever tells you about the 29 losses they have, they have to pay for that one way no. so let me ask you this like when you joined the program what was that like like what it happened like what was your experience in the facebook ads mba program because I remember having a lot of conversations with you We got to see this great growth and in, in, in even the types of conversations that we had. And mm-hmm. I, I think you're a great success story of what that looks like. And I'd love for you to be able to share that with some people.
1: I think at first, like the, the, the most important stuff is that I joined, I bought a lot of courses. I didn't say that, but before yours, I bought, I don't know how much thousand of dollars I spent on courses, but I spent a lot. So I've been through a lot of courses. And one of the is like, it's like, it's the it's the one, because we, we have one-on-one in the, the program, so for people who don't know, and this is just, just this is game changer. And the fact also that like, it's, you join a program that's like, let's say it's a, it's a higher end program, it's premium, it's like, you know what I mean? I don't want to say it's like so expensive, but it's like, you know what I mean? Uh, so you have quality people in it, and that makes like a huge difference. Instead of having like I don't know, 500 people just answering and asking questions, and having like people at the level that's like beginner, beginner, like how do I publish my ads, and then having other people at another level, you just have like people that are serious, not here to brag, just here to learn. And then we have one-on-one with you, and then we have also like all the marketing materials—not uh, m- marketing, but I mean course materials. So just this mix is like it's perfect because you apply some of the course and then you have a one on one with you. And then you're like, OK, did I interpret it, interpreted that correctly or not? And like when you're doing a course without one. That's the issue, because sometimes you can interpret some stuff in the wrong way. And then you'll be like, it doesn't work, doesn't make sense. Or you will lose confidence pretty fast in the in the in the structure or the process. Because you're alone and you're like two days, you're like two days be- after like trying it, you're like it's not working. I need to stop it right now. You know what I mean? So it makes a lot of difference. I'm like, like I, I understood more about like this. Like I didn't get how much you get le- knowledge from one-on-one and paying people that are that are at another level, but now I get it. Like it's like okay, it makes a huge difference.
0: And I love how you said that, like being alone, like I remember being a media buyer and the only person in the room or in the company that had any clue what I was doing. And like, you can't talk to other people about stuff because you can't explain everything. And I I love that because so many people that I talk to, I don't even think they realize that not being alone is an option. Like they don't realize, oh, you can be in a fellowship with plenty of other people. And I love that and you're saying for you like that was one of the biggest values of like you don't have to do this by yourself. And even with like other courses, like when you buy some pre-recorded course from somebody that won't answer your DMs on Twitter that may or may not even do the work like mm-hmm. how are you going to get any support? And if you can't get support, what's the value of even like investing because very rarely is anybody going to walk you through step by step and give you their time to make that exactly effective and, and even just
1: want to add this even worse is that sometimes it's like a premium course but the person giving you support is like a, a support person that doesn't even do the fa- facebook ads or marketing so you're gonna ask them questions but they just they're gonna give you like you know like simple answer that doesn't make sense doesn't understand your context and this is the worst because it's like it's like taking it's like taking advices from like account manager of your uh, of your CRM or account manager of your SMS uh, software, their advice usually are not really good because they don't do it. They're just yeah, there to sell you more. Like,
0: yeah. like they're there to make sure that you feel good about something, and that, oh, there's somebody to call. But then exactly. it's like, can you help me out with this problem? Well, I don't understand. I mean, like they're reading off the the list of, of whatever's on some sheet to give you some like out of context bit, and like I think that is such such. I know that I have felt cheated in those mm. situations. I have felt taken advantage of. And I don't know about you, but like, cause I've invested in, in things too. And like, when I get that experience, one, it crushes my confidence because now I have lack of confidence in my decision-making even to get better. And then I have to see like, well, how far down the road am I in this thing that now I'm not getting any support and now I'm not getting any help and I don't understand it. So do I let the whole thing go? Do I ignore all of it? Do I adopt the, what I do understand? And like so many times, like that lack of support and that lack of contextual understanding is so painful. And, you know, something that you've mentioned and a lot of other folks have mentioned is is the value, not only the one-on-ones, but also like the community, right? The other folks inside of the program. You touched on that with all the other high-level folks. And I'd love to know a bit more about your thoughts on that, with being able to have that, like, ongoing, evergreen resource. Like, you finished the program a while ago, and you're still getting, you know, updated curriculum and lessons and new people to talk to on a pretty daily basis.
1: Yeah. No, it it is awesome to have those people because, like, you can see their problems you can see their challenges you can have like sometimes the same challenges and even if you don't even if you don't participate a lot in the conversation you'll see like their interview you'll see like their question you'll see the answers and all of this helps you to like apply better or like be better at your own job or marketing or whatever you're doing in, in marketing you get better at it because like and and everybody be- comes from a different background so some of them are like in agencies. I'm not from an agency. I'm like in the own DTC brand. So like I don't have the same perspective. So it's one of the guys like a super good copywriter. So and you know, also it helps a lot because you you see different things and uh, yeah. So no, it's it's awesome. Love it.
0: Yeah, I and, and, and that community I think is just so big. And you mentioned it before too, but just like instead of there being some slack group with 500 people talking about God knows what it, it, it's a couple dozen elite folks from around the world that even if it doesn't pertain to you, you get to learn from. And that on, yeah. It's like, it's phenomenal. It's like you're not paying a monthly fee to be a part of this group anymore. Like you, you, you're in, like you're, you're part of the family forever at this point. And like, that's a, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm, I'm Outside of the the, the the community and the one-on-ones, I, I'm just really curious, like in the process and the curriculum and the learning and everything else, um like if you had to give a takeaway of just like what was the most important stuff that you got out of the program. I I'd really love to know like mm, this is the a lot of things. things. All right, if it's more than that, <laughs> what what was it, man? I'm super curious.
1: Yeah. Um First of all, I would say, like, one of the things that I learned is, like, what, get you, what got you there won't get you here, there, like, where you wanna go. I know a lot of people, we hear this expression a lot, but I think with the program, you really understood it. Cause, like, you get to 1 million of annual revenue in e commerce by doing a lot of, like, ah. but then when I joined the program, I understood, like, okay, you need to structure, you need to have maybe one offer, two offer max at your level. And then just try to scale those offer, and just focus on one or two things nonstop and scale them. Because if you do ten thousand things, you won't know what's what's working, what's not working. And this is something that a lot of DTC brands, when they're small, like do. Like you try to do, like oh my god, we don't have sales. Okay, let's try a new offer. Let's try this. Let's try this. You know. So this is something I learned. Well, I learned from this program. Um and I've seen it and also through like our calls and what you show me, I seen it in action through your stuff because you still do like a lot of Facebook ads on your on your own. So I see it too. I see it working for you for real. You know what I mean? So it makes a lot of difference. Um I would say the scrum duck is great. Like the scrum duck is like the scrum duck is like is a must. Is a must. Like I know people don't know what I'm talking about. It's like a daily reports, like of every of your channel. I used to do it a little bit, but now with like how you show it, you really do it, and you really see like what's going on, what's not, what's not working, what's working, and also you can. It's like stop trusting all the dashboard of every ad platform or every CRM because they're all taking credits for each other, and you don't really know what's working or not working. But the scrum doc you can see that, you know? Yeah. And you don't need like a complicated attribution stop, uh, software to do it. So that's the crazy stuff about it. And I'm way less like, I don't even talk about iOS 14. Never, 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 yeah, I don't even talk it. about it. No, exactly. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and, and you're talking about the scrum doc and also like the ecosystem ROAS of taking that yes. scrum doc across your entire platform.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's, it, it's game changer. It really helps to, like, and you can rapidly with that, like, one of the things that people need to understand if you work in a DTC, that's when it's going to grow, people from other departments going to start working with you a lot, like finance, and finance is really important. So the Scrum Doc and daily reporting and just tracking your stuff really well and have, and being, like, having a simplified marketing system, just one to offer is going to help you to communicate with other departments. You won't look like, a, like, sometimes, like, like what marketing people don't understand is like if you don't, if you cannot communicate your number properly to finance, they're not gonna understand what you're talking about and they don't care. Like you, I think you said it a thousand times. The finance team doesn't care about your return on ad spend.
0: Yeah, nobody you know? does. The only person nobody that cares does. about ROAS is the marketer. Exactly. It the whole, it's, it's a nonsense number. It doesn't actually exactly. mean anything.
1: Exactly. So if you're going down, if the the company is not going well, but you're like, I have a great return on ad spend on Facebook, they don't care. Yeah, it's not related. It's not. And and I want. I
0: want to interrupt for a second. This is the vice president of marketing for a multi-million-dollar Canadian business with retail and online sales. And you're saying ROAS doesn't mean anything, especially when yeah, yeah. Like I just want to drive that home for those that want to get to, uh, you know, get from 300 bucks a day to the. Over seven figure will be polite. You don't need to get out all your numbers out there in the world. But
1: like,
0: <laughs> what that looks like is yeah. you, you can't rely on return on ads because it doesn't mean anything. And, and even more like the better your return on ad spend, like that's actually kind of bad for your business. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people understand that.
1: No. And you can't cheat your number. You can't trick the numbers. Like, And like, you talk a lot about remarketing, like in terms of like, you don't need it probably at first. And that is true i feel a lot of like media buyer including me before we like to keep our remarketing campaign because it looks good and when you connect to the dashboard you have this great remarketing campaign that has a great number a great return landscape and you're like wow it's great i wish everything could be like this in my uh, my uh, ad dashboard but like we don't care about it doesn't help the the bottom line of the business like it could be this you could have one campaign everything's going to be the same. not the same in terms of like return ad spend, but the same Final result What's your CAC? What's your LTV? You know, how many new customers did you acquire? Like, that's what matters, anyways. Yeah, so I don't know what was the question, but yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. I I just say the same thing, I'm not quite sure what the question was, but that's the answer. (laughs) I I love it, I love it. And and so, we got into measurement and some other stuff. Is you know, uh, outside of that, if you had to give sort of a takeaway of some of the other things of value or some of the misconceptions you might have, or just like. When you walked away from this, what, what what was your overall conception of what you really got out of the program outside of just being able to measure better? Like, what has it really done for you?
1: What's your what's the word lever? You're, en français, you in francais, you say levier, but I think it's lever. It's like like it helps you to understand like like to to, to get great results for your for your marketing for the business. It's just it's not just about Facebook ad. Yes, there's a the creative part that's really, really important. But it's also, what's your offer? How is it structured? Like, the op- And in one of your interviews, I, I think it's an interview or one of your call, you said, like, sometimes business, they're like, oh, my God, our Facebook ads is not working anymore. So now let's go to another channel. Maybe it's TikTok ads. Or even harder, let's go to another distribution channel. So retail or whatever you want to do, affiliate, whatever. But sometimes it's just changing the offer on Facebook ad, and then everything's going to perform way better. You know what I mean? And this is something that I got, like I didn't get it as, as much. I know it's obvious. Some of people maybe isn't listening to the offer. Of course you need to change it. But it's not as obvious when you're in the action sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, and when you're running that business and you've got so many SKUs and you're in, you know, corner stores, right? Like when yeah. you're in like the market at the, you're like, you, you have to pick like, I've got 40 things I can promote. What am I actually going to do? Like what you're actually promoting with Facebook, a lot of times has nothing to do with what the rest of the business runs on. It, it, those don't have to have any correlation. You just, how you can spend more money to acquire customers is a very different game than keeping cash flow in for the rest of your business and what returning customers want to buy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think when we started together, you had like four or five, maybe six different sale offers, one was like a certain aggressive discounts, different products, all sorts of things all over the place. And we we found that ultimately, like, we had a very low level of investment in any one place. And the only way we were able to make those things work was by discounting more Mm. or by, you know, taking more risks and stuff. And now, and I'd really like to get into a question of what it's like now, but like, how does that feel different today? Having a good idea with the scrum doc to let you understand, you know, the value of the investment you're making by marketing offer or by channel and the ecosystem ROAS and understanding the creative testing version of how we do things so that you can target there and ultimately mapping your marketing efforts to the you know, the finance department, the overall growth of the business. And, and where before you were in this place of panic and, and confusion and not really understanding stuff and trying to you know find company in your misery and all of these mm-hmm. Facebook groups and everything else. Whereas now you're you know in a much different place. I I I guess what I'm really wondering and what I'd love to hear from you is just like ultimately What is it like now for you after going through the program and having a much better clarity on the day to day? What is, what is the business looking like? What are your days today options looking like? What is the future looking like for you? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I would say like, first of all, my day to day is way less like intense or not intense, but way less on Facebook ads, like losing time, touching like changing stuff and be like oh my god like what's going on i should change this should i look alike audience one person is it is, is it better to look alike at the cart or look like purchase or look at like view, view content you know all those stuff like, like you can lose so many times on it but it doesn't change anything so i don't do that anymore i'm way more focused on like okay i used to i used to like as a vp a director you have to do this like do the budget for the whole year and, like, here's our CAC and here how many new customers we're going to acquire and all those stuff. But then it was more like the roadmap of action and strategies to get there that was, like, hard sometimes to to put on paper because everything's changed so fast because I was like, oh, this is not working, we should do this, or this is not working, we should do that. And you get a lot of advices from different people who just don't even know reading your business or what you're doing when you try to test their advice and then it just doesn't work. But now it's like, here's a roadmap. Here's the situation. And let's just say we're not acquiring enough customers at the CAG that we want. Maybe what we should do is like try to find a low ticket offer. What do we need for a low ticket offer? We need this, this, this. So we're going to do this for the next Three Months, two months, we're gonna test a real good low ticket offer, find one, and then track the LTV of those people. Is it working? Is it not working? You know what I mean? It's like, it's so that's why I told you many times, it's way more than Facebook ads, and the program is way more than that. And to perform well on Facebook ads, you need way more than just being good at like selecting an audience and being like, oh, here's the ad I'm gonna run for you, and here's the true rate. It's awesome, you know what I mean? Um, so that's, like, like the, the, the reporting, the roadmap, like, what we should do in the next few months, the offer, um, and then just, like, the Facebook ads in itself, like, more go broad, keep it simple, touch more, like, test creatives and just really lean in on what Facebook tells you to do. By that, I mean, like, keep it simple and then, like dynamic creatives on those things that Facebook gives you as tools because Facebook wants you to use them. Cause it says it's much better. You know what I mean? And then of course you like, try, you try D- dynamic creative one time and you're like, it's not working for me, but it's like, like, you know what works on average? Like you see the average on multiple months and then you will know what works. Just don't say something doesn't work because you try it one time and after one hour, it didn't give you a great gag. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. And I I think what's interesting to me about that stuff is like, we know these tools exist and and you put that out there. Like we know these tools exist and and Facebook built them so that we can use this system better. Mm -hmm. And we also know that what we're currently doing isn't working So the idea of not using the tool designed to solve the problem is just wild to me. And more and more, I think about this stuff too a lot lately. I feel like because folks aren't exposed to having to talk to the finance department, because folks aren't looking at the growth of a business, Mm -hmm. I feel like more and more, the biggest gap is what people – Define success as they're like, oh, I'm doing well. But your the way that you define success might not be legitimate, or might not be good enough, or might like for me, success shouldn't be easy. No, right? Like if you can get it done really, really simply, really, really easy, it doesn't take a lot of work. Why aren't you trying to be better? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you can do more. That's what you mean. mean
0: like, I've got a $5,000 budget. I got a $50,000 budget. I got a 1 million budget budget. I'm just saying, it's like, great. But why isn't it 10,000? Why isn't it a hundred? Like what is broken in the business? If you're doing that well, why isn't your budget bigger? If you're yeah. doing that well, why are you still like, what else can you do in your day-to-day operation so that you can make it so that you've got more opportunity to be successful? Yeah, And I feel like that's a huge gap. I haven't quite figured out how to phrase it yet. But I think that, you know, when when you were talking about people and the, the ROAS of three or five or whatever, and they're really happy with it. Like, once you start to actually get into running a business, you realize that that doesn't mean anything. So you have to redefine mm-hmm. what good enough is. You have to redefine what success is. And I love your insight in that and, and to taking a look at it because I think one of the biggest downsides is people are saying, well, what I'm currently working for me. And, and really what you're currently doing is making your myopic view look good, but there's a reason why, if you're a media buyer, you're on the 10th client of the year. If you're a business, there's a reason why you're stuck at this level, right? There's a reason yeah. why, your quality and scope of problem isn't growing, and I think that there is a big difference and you and I. Haven't cut from a similar cloth in here. I think where like good enough is great, but you're you're entrepreneurial. You're motivated to try to continue to grow. You're not trying to like punch a clock, be happy, and then check out, right? No. You're a, you, you've got that that sense of I want to do better.
1: Yeah, and, and I think so that's. I... A good thing. Yeah, yeah. like if you have, I mean, like when you have an investor and a board and a VP of finance and a CEO and COO, and it's like, you need to, you need to do better. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a startup. They got investments so they're burning money. You need to do better. Even if you're like, hey, look at my grade, we're doing an announcement. They don't care. It's like, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, you're not explaining anything. You're not, and you don't have a plan. So like, if you don't have a plan, like we said, like a roadmap, a strategy, people won't trust you. And also one of the interesting thing, I think, I wasn't like too much like that, but with the program, I'm like even less like that, like zero. It's like you see a lot of tactics online. Oh, upsells. Oh, this, that. I take care. I take care. You should do this. You should, you should. But you, it's all tools, but you don't know when to use them and plug them in your system. So you just do like you plug them all the time. You do a lot of things, but you don't really understand their impact. So, you don't see what's working not working. You don't see what you should scale and not scale, you know? So, it's like, and after the program, you, like, because you're tracking, because you have a roadmap, because, like, like you understand more Facebook and marketing and everything, you understand that, like, okay, the reason why I want to upsell is because if I put my upsell, of course, my AOB is going to go higher, but this is going to give me more span to acquire new customers, you know what I mean? So, that's why I need to really track it properly and see does the upsell that I put on really get give me a better AOV or not. I'm just putting this and then just going doing another things and just don't care about it. Because a lot of people I'm telling you, a lot of people they add upsell, they add like fear of missing out like um plug-in on their Shopify and a lot of stuff, but they don't know what it is doing. They have no idea. You know?
0: Yeah, there's that strategy around using the tool to deliver a trackable and high confidence improvement on a business objective, and that being the reason that you are making a certain investment. I feel like that level of thinking mm-hmm. is so absent from the vast majority of conversation that, that like, people are just like they're, they're pointing to the outcome of things as like the reason that you should do stuff, but. The album is very little, like, it's just so disconnected. And, and I love what you're talking about there. And that's getting into, you know, we're talking about the testing roadmap and strategic and tactical testing and understanding what that stuff looks like, which ultimately is tremendously helpful because, you know, when we were talking about like where it started with that, that place of panic or confusion or lack of confidence and moving forward, like you don't care about the day to day. Like, oh, I had a bad day. Okay. Yeah. How's this? How's this month? I don't, like let's ask real questions that actually matter right and, and we can use the scrum doc ecosystem system row as to actually look at the data points that are going to help us make you know a positive change in our business objectives otherwise it's a waste of everybody's time and it doesn't really matter just noise right but that noise can be so distracting i think and that that's i think a huge pain point that, that i see so many folks suffer through it's just that distraction and the inability to work through it. And I, and I love the various ways that you put together the tools to make that work. I think what I'd love to know is what's your biggest takeaway from, you know, having come into the program and what it was like in, in your experience to where you're at now. And if you had to tell anybody anything about it in your experience, what would that be?
1: Like, what's the expression? It's like, sometimes when you know a little about something, it hurts you more than just not knowing anything about it. I don't know if you understand what I mean. It's like, and with the program, I really like got more about like the basic structure. I'm not talking about uh, consumer psychology and all those stuff. And like more the basic structure of like what, how you should think and strategize if you want to really grow a DDC brand. Like what's the thinking behind it and how you should, What's the action you should take? Like the principle, the principle, you know what I mean? And before it's like, you know, but there's some stuff that you don't know. And because you don't know them, you don't see them, but they're making you, they're, they're like costing you a lot, but you just don't see it. Cause you don't know like running like 20 offers, like uh, doing a site with site wide discount nonstop because oh, this is working, uh, being stressed because you see your cat going up. Maybe it's just like, okay. It's like maybe it's time to just test another offer, just one new offer and then just kill all the rest If the new one is like working. You know, what I mean, it's like because now I have the principal way more. So right now I'm working with because uh, I am a VP at, at those juice, but I'm also working at uh, not working, but like doing consulting for other, another brand that I really like. And we're hitting like uh, a rough period because it's like it's June, July. It's going a little bit slow you know, maybe recession. Um, and I'm not stressed. I'm just like, we need to find a better offer that's going to convince more people to try our product because right now people are stressed. The consumer is stressed. And it's like, should I really buy this like shampoo bar at that price? It's really expensive, you know? So what can I do to convince you to do it anyways? Um, and before I was more like, oh, maybe it's like the new uh, look-alike uh, from Shopify that I should try.
0: Yeah. It's yeah like, that's it.
1: the biggest takeaway, I think.
0: I love that. Like the the fact of let me work on my business to improve my business outcomes instead of trying to find another shortcut to magnify the problem. Yeah. Like, exactly. The amount of people that I still see where they're like, well, the lookalike audience is bring me my best business result. I'm like that that that's that's not actually how you think. Like those are not like that's not, that's not how things work, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the color of your car isn't to have anything to do with the gas mileage, right? Like that those is. things aren't like maybe it's a red car. So it gets worse gas mileage. It's probably because <laughs> you got like a, a Corvette, not a, you know, whatever. Those things aren't correlated, right? Like no audience is going to improve LTV. No, no. no bidding model is going to reduce the cap or, or, or like mm-hmm. the, the calls, mm-hmm. like not scale. Like these aren't, that's just not how the system works. You can't improve cash flow with a retargeting audience. Like at scale, it's just not how like the customer journeys business doesn't work like that. And, and I love that. Like what you, when I asked you like what your biggest takeaway was, it was like un, how to understand that and to take action on that in a way with like competence and planning. And that, that, that for me is, is a great thing. Cause that's what I want people to take away from I want you to be able to, I think you said, you know, how to grow a D 2 C brand. And, and that's yeah. what we're trying to do, right? It's not. And,
1: and just, just want to add, be like a real marketing lead.
0: Like, yeah. You like, like that's... You're not somebody pushing buttons in Facebook. You're the director of marketing because you understand how it all goes. Or VP. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's let lovely. me leave you with this, man. Like, I, I'd love to leave you with the, just the final word here. And just like whatever you'd like to say about it. And, and you know about the program about what you think like the future is going to look like and, and just like where you're at now with everything because I, I i'm soaked on, on the stuff you've had and, and the conversations that we had versus the interview we had because we had a couple of conversations about before you joined the program yeah it's night and day man like it is it is night and day like i love that so i, I love really just you know be able to express just anything that you want to say that maybe you haven't had a chance to or anything else. And I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the, you know, the hand it over to the mic over to you.
1: Well, uh, what I want to say first is like, it's really like before joining the program, like I said, it's like, you see all those tweets and like those, like uh, Facebook posts and like all those stuff that's like, just triggers you and like make you feel fear of missing out FOMO. Like, and it's really important. Like, everything that you see is not contextualized and you don't know what's going really going on in the business behind it. Like the DTC business, the, the owners saying that, or the VP of marketing and saying those stuff, like it's not contextualized. So you need like to have really good, to be able to filter to that. And I see a lot of those tweets that I just, I think doesn't make sense if they're not contextualized, but people are like starting to argue, arg- because of like, oh, Facebook at this, look at like this. And like, you need principles just to get through this and just to ignore this. And this is something that the programs brings you. And it's, I think it's really important. And like, if you have the budget to like learn and pay for, the, for that program, you should 100% do it. I mean, 200% do it. Cause I don't, even if like where I'm working, I decide to quit. This, the stuff that I learned is going to be useful for any other DDC business, even like not just DDC business. I use it also where like selling on Costco.ca and the scrum doc is useful for Costco.ca because I download everything and I see daily what's happening when I do email marketing on Costco sites. And, you know, it's like it's it's general principle that anybody in marketing that's leading and and managing a team should know about. I don't know for the agency side, I'm not an agency, I'm not, I didn't ever work in an agency, but I think it still makes sense also for a media buyer. Uh, but yeah, you need just like, I didn't like, I did a lot of course and I didn't refer anybody to any course about Facebook ads. but this one, anytime I have a call with someone's like, on oh, my Facebook ad is this, I'm not, I'm like, just, just go there, try that course. It's not a course, it's a program. It's a, it's a mastermind. It's way more than a course. It's just, a course is not the right word. you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. we've
0: got like ten courses in there, plus a community, plus like one-on-one sessions and mastermind. Oh, it's like a little bit of all of the things that other people tell you is the secret you need, but it's actually those things put together as a complete package with lifetime access.
1: Exactly, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, look, that's it's what's working for you, man, and and I and and I really love that, and I'm I'm just curious. Last thing is just. How, how are things going for you right now? Like, how do you feel about the rest of the year? Like, what is 2022, moving into
1: 2023? <laughs> I'm so, uh, I'll am i say I'm super confident. Like, I have, like every, like, every other DC, my changes. Like, this this is rising, the LTV, maybe it's going on, we need to change stuff. But I'm confident that I have the tools to get to that. You know what I mean? And now we're testing a new offer. It's working... Really well on the acquisition side, I would say. Like it seems promising. We will see. But I have the tools right now, so I'm like, even if this doesn't work, we're gonna find another one. We're gonna test it, and we're gonna just scale it. Is that kill it, but scale it? Sorry. Um, So yeah, so I see the future. I, I think like the future of DVC is way better than what people are trying to see online. A lot of people are like, this is the end. It's costing way too much. And then I see a lot of tweets about like TikTok ads is what Facebook ad was in 2016. But I'm like, dude, I see people on Facebook ads scaling like crazy. Great pack and everything's going well. So it's like, it's Facebook ad is still really good. I'm not saying TikTok is not, but I'm saying don't, don't listen to the hype. Just check your numbers, test and see what's going on and see what really works or not. So I'm like, I'm sure it's, it's going to go well, like, uh, and with all the knowledge that I got from the mastermind, uh, the course mastermind program, um, I'm like, I feel like I can charge 10,000, 10,000 times more now for consulting. You know what I mean? It's like, you should. it's awesome. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah.
0: No <laughs> exactly. matter what you're charging, you're going to over deliver and under charge. Because the honest truth is, you and anybody else that comes to the program, if you really own it, like conversations with graduates of the MBA program can be a seven figure difference in the change of a business, in the direction of a business. Like legitimately working with somebody like you could mean the difference between a 1 million and a $10 million business. And you're never going to be able to charge the 4 million you probably deserve for that phone well, call. Uh, but uh, like, uh. like, you know, no matter what, you're always going to be in demand. You're always going to be able to fill your calendar, and it's it's one of those things. It's like yeah, you I, you should charge more. I I 100 think that you should. By the way, if you're working with Daph right now and you have it, <laughs>
1: you know,
0: that that's actually brings to one last point. How can people actually get in touch with you so that you can do consulting before you start charging more? In case they watch, like you know. Get you on the way up before you're already there.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best place is Twitter. Uh, uh, it's the d a a t dot B, D-A-A-T-H dot B. It's the best place to reach me. I'm always on Twitter and I love to parts in the DDC community or just read everything
0: about it, yeah. Well, I love it, man. Well, I appreciate your time. I know that you're a busy guy, hopefully not as busy as you used to be, but still your time is <laughs> valuable. We just talked about how you're being under charge as it is. So all that being said, I, I just want to say thank you a lot. I really appreciate it. I I, I always said um, that you're a really smart guy, and I really enjoyed our conversations. And it was a lot of fun to work with you, especially because you had some really interesting types of problems to solve, right? Like, a wide variety of SKUs in retail, working on a lot of this stuff. And I'll say I got a great accent, one of the best labs. Uh, okay. uh, you uh, and Jacques have the best two labs of the entire program. I went to saw uh, Jacques' like video about asking about something inside of Facebook and he did a Loom video inside the community. And then he replied back to himself like 10 minutes later. He's like, ha, I actually figured out the answer. Sorry guys. And it was, it was it. great.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for everything yeah, too. uh, Love it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll let you go, man. Once again, thank you so much. And uh, best of luck out there. And uh, I'll see you inside the program sooner than later, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. See
0: you, buddy. Bye.